This is how people succeed by asking, by offering, by getting rejected or by getting accepted and then moving on from there. Not taking it fucking personally, becoming an expert at failure, an expert at rejection so that you are thick skinned enough to work through the nose to the yeses. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I've mentioned this before, the four actions, ask, offer, trade, collaborate. This week, I want you to focus in on asking, asking. This will be confronting for many of you. It will feel weird. Too bad. Got to get used to it. So... Let's look about it, look a little bit about how to ask. And I, I already talked about this, the nice guy way of asking where I'm kind of slipping it in like maybe you're interested in helping me or or I don't know if you feel like um, hanging out sometime and then like, oh, do you mind just, hold, just lifting that fridge for me and just move it a bit over there? Like anything where it's a covert contract or I'm not clear about it, nah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an ugly way to live life. It's indirect. People find it repulsive and disgusting, especially women. And it doesn't usually work that well, so dump it. This one works way better. It's a bit, you feel a bit more awkward. You have to deal with the tension of someone saying yes or no to you. Welcome to fucking life. This is how people succeed, by asking, by offering, by getting rejected or by getting accepted and then moving on from there. Not taking it fucking personally, becoming an expert at failure, an expert at rejection so that you are thick-skinned enough to work through the no's to the yeses. Understood? So how do we ask for it? On the other side, we can have uncalibrated entitlement. And I've mentioned those before. That's the guy that says, hey, man, give me a job. How do I join your crew? You got any girls <laughs> that you finished with? Hey, can I come wing with you? Right? This is like, this is the same thing as if Linus called his like A-list Hollywood producer and was just like, hey, man, you remember me? He's like, mm, yeah, sort of. Ah, oh, cool. Uh, can you give me a movie deal? He's like... It wouldn't even bother with a fuck you. Just be like, uh, please delete that person from my contact list. If, you're, if, I'm, if I'm moving up ranks, I need to be more and more wary of how I approach and ask for things. Although there is this magic formula. Ready for it? It's this. Audacity, a plus, humility. It's a powerful combo. Audacity alone, sometimes people can get away with that. Audacity meaning just going for something like being like jumping to the front of the queue, Kind of having a like, if why not me? I mean, why not? May as well be me, and just go and going and saying, "I'll I'll have that." That's the person who, like, when I when I've said these things before, like, I've been on a webinar or something, and it's it's early and people are rolling in. And I say, "Okay, who wants who wants free ten minutes of my time?" The guy goes, "Me, I want it." Whereas other people might be like, "Um, is anyone?" Uh, no, too late, right? So audacity is powerful. But, you, but if you only have audacity, then it comes across as like entitlement, as pushy, as arrogant, as like, dude, wait your turn. So it needs to be mixed with a humility. Humility is not taking things personally. It's understanding that to other people, you are more and less valuable. And that's, this is something we will need to accept, accept, accept or accept, I can't remember. To certain women, I'm ugly. To certain people, I'm annoying. To certain people that are just like, nah, don't care. Or to certain people who are like, oh, no, he, that guy, something about him I don't like. That's a reality that I live in and you live in as well. And as you go out seeking more yeses, you will get more no's. As you go out and expose yourself more, you will get damaged more. Like, And as you are more vulnerable, you will sometimes have people 
taking advantage or making fun of that vulnerability in some kind of way. These will be part of the prices of the extreme benefits that you get from this course and from how you, like it's not even about this course. It's like you're, you're, the tools that you, the, the, the way that you will operate in your life will be vastly different as the years progress. Uh, and, and as a result, you'll get vastly different feedback than you used to get. Maybe you used to get very pleasant feedback, but, but it, that's all it was. Because you were nice to everyone and pleasant to everyone, they were nice and pleasant to you. You never asked for anything that was outside of your what you what was your what was allotted to you. You never rocked the boat. You you were always there for people. You know you you waited your turn. You worked hard and you know hoped that you would get to progress up the ladder because you know you showed your value or showed your hard work or commitment and so on. None of those things in isolation are bad, but you combine them all together and you put it into a way of life. If any of you've tried that, I think you know the returns are not so great. I got into Shaolin Temple and well ahead of the queue. Back when I was 20, 21, that was my dream. My only dream was to go to Shaolin Temple and learn from the Shaolin monks. So what did I do? I went to China for another reason. And then I just went to the temple and I turned up and through a series of karmic coincidences or the fact that I showed up, I met a guy who met, who showed me a guy who met me to introduce me to another guy who put me in front of the man of my dreams, Shudha Chow, the monk that I wanted to learn from. And he asked me, what did I want? And I said, I want to learn from you. And he said, okay, tomorrow, five o'clock, let's see, 5 a.m. So what did I have? I had the audacity to turn up to the temple unannounced ahead of the lineage. Like there's kind of a, like a hierarchy of how these, a very clear hierarchy in the monastic traditions. And my master in Australia was the one that had access to this guy. And then, you know, you might train with him in Australia for 10 or 15 years. And maybe if you're lucky, he might then recommend you to go and learn with the monks. I didn't do that. I jumped the queue. And so I, I, I turned up and I asked the monk and he said, yeah. And then, and then what I did is I went home to my shitty little hotel and I called, I spent back then it was very expensive. I spent 50 bucks and I called my master in Australia and I said, Dasher, I'm in Shaolin temple. And he said, what are you doing there? And I said, I just came here. And uh, through a, I met some people and I met Shota Chow today and I asked him if I could learn from him and he said, that's okay. And he asked me to come to study with him tomorrow morning. Is that all right? And there was a long silence and he said, just don't fuck it up, James. And I went, yes, sir. And then I went and I didn't fuck it up. Right. So that was the audacity to turn up. I broke the rules and then I begged for forgiveness, essentially. Like then I, I didn't just, if I'd hidden that from my teacher, very bad. Right. But I admitted, I called him straight away. I'm like, here's what's happened. I'm here. I got this offer. I mean, I, I didn't even say, oh, he just offered me. He just said, I said, I asked. And he said, yes. Is that cool? And then he was like, you know, he could, if he'd said no, I would have gone, all right, I'm out because I, that was more valuable to me to keep that, all that infrastructure than to try and scam my old teacher or, or break the protocol of the, of the monastic tradition. And as a result, I got to do what no one else got to do. I got to be the guy training with this monk doing this crazy shit in Shaolin Temple back in 2002. And then, you know what? Three years later, that wasn't possible anymore because he left the temple and no one know. I didn't know, none of us know where he is. The temple was taken over by the Chinese government, turned into an amusement park, and the monks were phased out. That time is over. If I go back now, I will never get that experience again because I went there at the right time. The right time was when I really fucking wanted it. I, I moved heaven and earth, spent all my money, went to China, I rocked up, and then I, with humility, I said, is it okay if I, can I have this stuff? Because I, I know it's not my turn, but I would love it. And then he's like, fuck it, you're here. You seem like you got the right attitude. 
let's do this. Okay, so that's a formula you should tattoo on the inside of, no, don't do that. But if you were going to tattoo anything, audacity plus humility and humility in nice copper plate, just, just saying on the neck, kind of like a nice tattoo, a neck, uh, prison yard one. Don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> All right. There's a difference between asking someone to do something that's easy and asking them to put themselves out. We've talked about this, right? So as you're starting to ask people things, be aware of are you, which one are you asking for? If you're asking a mate to just give you a bit of advice on how to fix your Zoom and, he, and he's pretty good at that, not a big ask, right? If you're asking him to house sit your cat for four weeks because you want to go on a Kentucky tour, maybe that is a big ask if he doesn't like cats and he doesn't want to move into your house. Maybe, it's a, maybe that's a, doing him a great favor because he doesn't, he doesn't really have a house right now. And he, like right now, when I leave, I will, I will get people in to house sit and they will want to be here. So I'll be doing them a favor by them doing me a favor. That's, that's, that's the best way to be in. But if I have to ask someone to do something they don't really want to do or it's a bit of a hassle, I need to be a bit careful with those, with those shots. Do, have we built enough trust for that to happen? Sometimes it's a cool thing to do to just do that, ask for something a bit outrageous to speed the thing up. Because if they're like, mm, nah, like if they say no, then you're like, okay, cool. Maybe that was asking a bit too much. Anyway, and do you want to, let's go grab a beer then at least. Okay, I can downsize it. But often people do say yes to big requests because they're nice guys. And then you can do it and then repay them really fast with something that they like. Even if that's what, just take them to dinner or buying them a burger or fucking getting them a cup of coffee or, uh, you know, help winging them on a set for fuck's sake. Going, going, hey man, I'm going to go, hey, hang on, come with me. And he's like, what are you doing? So, excuse me, ladies. Hi, how you doing? I haven't talked to any females since Corona lockdown. So I think I'm kind of a virgin again. So be nice to me. Uh, what's your name? Cool. Oh, this is my buddy, Joey Joe, Jimmy Joe. And then I get him in a set with chicks and he's like, oh my God, that's the easiest fucking thing for me to do. And so valuable to most guys. Right? So we're, we're in this way, I'm, I'm, I'm balancing my trades. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles, Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The, the Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.